All right, let's get into Morning Flavor Tech. And today we continue with getting off the grid. We're doing a beginner's guide to power inverters. What on earth is that? Maybe you're too worried to ask because you're thinking, oh, I'm going to sound so behind, etc. Or maybe you know a lot, but still have a few questions. Or maybe you've just got some input. You've got the device and you've used a few or maybe one and you're keen to give some feedback on how it's working out. And why do you and I need one if we're living in SA? Lindsay Shooters <laughs> is a freelance journalist and editor of thatopinionguy.co.za. Let's get into this conversation. Lindsay, good morning and welcome back. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Well, it's an absolute pleasure. We were having a discussion uh, as a team, myself, Owen Mel, our producer, Pila, and Brandon, just kind of uh, talking about this um, inverter thing and saying, you know, maybe we need to go just a step back so that we feel like perhaps we're all on the same page as far as all these different ways of keeping the lights on are concerned. So knowing that there's load shedding and load reduction and we get all these power outages, we're told you need an inverter this, blah, 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 that. So what is an inverter? Let's start there. Okay, so the power you get from ESCOM, that's called AC power. So AC power is great for transmitting over large distances, but the power that like your cell phone or your laptop users that's dc power so direct current coming directly from like a battery so that current flows from negative to positive nothing changes until the battery depletes and then you're without power so an inverter takes battery power hmm. and then flips it so that like the difference between ac and dc is ac goes between flowing from positive to negative and then from negative to positive like 60 times a second so it's 60 hertz uh, so an inverter just takes the battery direct power and then flips it around a couple of times a second so if i go to a store now and say listen uh, we've been getting a lot of load shedding and i want to buy an inverter what exactly yeah. am i buying and what sort of device am i looking at here so to buy an inverter you first need a power source so either you're running direct from a solar panel or a wind turbine if you are lucky enough. <laughs> <laughs> or you have a bank of batteries that then charge from a solar panel or however charge from escom's grid and then you want to feed that power into maybe your distribution board or to like a plug outlet so that you can plug in your fridge or something because like the appliances that draw high that's because it draws a lot of power yes Ah, yeah. I see. So, so what size inverters should I then look at to power? I guess the then the, the basics in my house. Um, yeah. So the basics is going to be your lights and your router, your laptop, TV, hmm. those sorts of things. Um, that is going to be. You can get away with like three hundred watts to like six hundred watt inverters there. Uh, that's pretty easy. Um, shout out to the camping community because they've been the MVPs um, <laughs> in this whole power situation. <laughs> those guys have like hooked up things to their caravans, running off DC batteries like for yonks, and they brought the prices down a lot for us. Mm, mm, mm. So I mean, let's talk about then um, just the the cost of it all and. And maybe I should say, what determines what size of inverter I need to get? Um, it depends on what you are running. Mm. So if you are just running, if you're looking at something like just backing up your router for a couple of hours mm. or charging your, your your laptop or like those kinds of things, then you you can start anywhere from about 800 bucks for like a small, just it's like called a, a what's it, a router buddy. Mm. Um, that's a 12 volt battery. Um into a little inverter and then that can, or it doesn't even need an inverter because your router mm. runs on, on DC power. 
um, and then you can step up to four or five thousand rand um, that's using those gizu stuff that we spoke about last week actually those battery banks that come with the power adapters on them mm-hmm. uh, and that will run you for about six hours and then you can just directly charge that through a solar mm-hmm. panel again Mm. Uh, Lindsay, and then do you need to replace those battery packs? Because, I mean, obviously there's a lifespan on any battery. So what is the duration that you could uh, keep this battery going before you need to replace it? And, and will that also add to the cost? Uh, so batteries last quite a long time. If you're running like a serious, you're running your home on solar power. So your that system, like a home system, will probably last you about 20 years but your inverter is the workhorse. So that thing is the first thing that will fail. So I would suggest spending the money on a good inverter with a good warranty. Um, mm. And then the batteries you can replace, the batteries, the price will come down over time as well. And you can upgrade that with lithium batteries instead of the lead acid batteries. So there's a lot of yeah. options in the battery space. Yeah. Lindsay, um, are there inverters that are manufactured locally? Or are we still importing most of them? When you say, you know, the prices have come down, obviously because of demand, but yeah. are there local manufacturers? Um, yes and no. So like the local manufacturers will be putting in like your home um, installations. and But a lot of the things that we're getting, just like the Gentech stuff and the Kizu stuff and the Jackery stuff, that's all coming from overseas because it's just cheaper to manufacture those those things over there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lindsay Shooters joins us on the line, freelance journalist and editor of thatopinionguy.co.za. We're talking about inverters, what they are, why you need one, what you use it for, and even the sort of price ranges. Now, do you need to have somebody who understands inverters to be able to help you set it up, uh, Lindsay? Or is it just literally hop, pop it in your trolley, go home, and, and do your thing? Uh, yeah, if you're buying one of those little lighting and those those lighting kits that have like the solar panel and the lights that connect to the dc outlets and then like a usb port or maybe a a power outlet on it so those all in one those jackety boxes with the gizu boxes that you can just buy it take it home and then live with it like that but if you're powering your house yeah i i definitely get some expert advice yeah like we spoke last week again it's important that you understand what your electricity consumption is Mm. and then buy your battery first according to that and then look at the inverter that's going to power mm. it. Yeah. Let's talk about safety also, Lindsay. I mean, the safety of an inverter, how safe are they? Um, and do you need to insure that separately to your household contents with the insurer? I mean, because that's all things that you need to take into account and, and especially when it comes to the warranty on the product itself. Mm. That's a good question, Owen. And uh, I think we'll give uh, Lindsay a chance to answer that. Uh, we'll take a quick break. But safety is a big one because, of course, if we're using it, we need to know how and how to make sure that we protect ourselves and obviously the piece of equipment as well. Lindsay Shooters on the Morning Flavor. All right, we continue today on Morning Flavor Tech, getting off the grid. Beginner's Guide to Power Inverters. Joining us on the line is Lindsay Shooters, a freelance journalist and editor of thatopinionguide.co.za. So we're given some ABCs. And um, there was a question around safety that Owen asked before the break, Lindsay. Uh, are, are they safe? And what do we need to do to ensure that we're able to maintain that safety on our part and protecting the device as well? Yeah, so it's pretty safe. Um, the, the nice thing about inverters is it changes especially if you're running like cables through your house coming from the inverter, if you're distributing the power yourself from a solar system, 
uh, it changes the DC, which can get very hot when there's big like power draw, changes those cables into AC, which remains the same temperature throughout. So like it doesn't really affect your home insurance, but you do then have to take out different insurance for the inverter. And that will normally come like with the warranty and from the installer. Um, they'll be able to advise you on that. And yeah, the only thing then is with your actual appliances. So if you're running your laptop and smaller electronics, they mm. prefer um, like more even kind of the sine wave. Remember that when I talked to you about the, the AC, how it alternates between positive and negative. Mm -hmm. So that waveform is called a sine wave. And most appliances need that to be at like a steady 60 hertz and just like a nice even wave. Mm -hmm. And that's where it gets a little bit tricky. So make sure mm -hmm. you're getting a pure sign and not a modified or converted sign, just a pure sign inverter. And then mm -hmm. you should be covered from a warranty perspective on your appliances. Uh, obviously, when you're buying an inverter, you need to do your homework. Uh, sometimes you walk into a store, a, a major you know, chain store, they, they might be selling. All those warehouses are really, really good. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've, I've had some great interactions with them, uh, and they, they know their stuff that's going on there. But you can check out a site called signtech.co.za, um, and they, they do manufacture inverters as well, and they have a lot of information about solar panels and, like, all those things, inverters, on their website. All right. Lindsay, thank you so much for this. And I think, um, well, at least I hope that somebody will be able to uh, move forward with a bit of confidence as far as uh, this inverter stuff is concerned. Thank you for your time. Cool. All right. Lindsay Shooters, uh, journalist and uh, editor of thatopinionguide.co.za. All right. The bridge is coming up next. We are done for today, but we'll be back again mm. tomorrow. Um, for sure. Of course, uh, Dineo is in. I was with her yesterday. Can't see her though in the other studio. Oh, mm. there she is. is. Is that her? Oh, let's see. a bucket. Oh, she's here. All right. Um, okay. Yeah, there we go. No, it's a little dark in there. Oh, that's because Naked is also in the room. Makes sense. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, throwing shade. The lights are off. <laughs> Morning, baby. How are you? Yeah. Are you well? I'm great, thank you. Can I just say that I love watching you have fun? <laughs> and last night you were having so much fun at altitude. I was altitude. having so much fun. It was so beautiful. And thank you for the quality set. Oh, I kept anytime. on saying, like all of us at the table were saying, but more flavor though, the quality. That's what we were you about. You were Lulo Cafe. That's what we were about. Prime. Good music. I then Shimza comes up with Sabalele. <laughs> then the Coco now starts doing things. <laughs> I saw you. The quality. Oh, oh prime things. Pay and Naves. They did a nice one for us last night. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I had a great time and it was good seeing you. Have so much fun. We're out of here. The bridge is coming up next from us. It's a good morning. A good day and good vibes. Good vibes.